3: everyone, and welcome back to the Love is Blind wrap-up. I am Mary, and I'm back this week to talk about episode 10 from Netflix's Love is Blind season two, It's Time for the Weddings. Dun, 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 indeed. (laughs) And of course, I'm here with my awesome co-host, Asia Welch. Asia, how are you doing this evening?
4: Hey, Mary, I am doing wonderful. You know, I... I do have reservations at Nobu later, so we need to make sure that we keep this tight. You know, um, can't cannot miss Nobu. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I can't wait to talk about this episode.
3: Ah, oh, same. Uh, I'm going to join you on that reservation then. <laughs> so we can go to that. Keep it tight. Uh, this week, we're really excited to have another terrific guest joining us. You know her from her nine DDA fiance coverage, love and hip hop Atlanta, big brother coverage and amazing race and more. Welcome in Sasha Joseph. Sasha, what did you think of
0: this season? <laughs> Hi. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. What a mess. Uh, I don't know how anyone else feels, but I appreciate when love is blind doesn't end in love. So it's (laughs) been a great season for me because, you know, like I said, I like when there's drama. So it isn't the representation. I wanted I will say because I'm always dragging about oh I wish there was more representation and then this is what I get so here's my karma I don't know for all the times I've dragged casting but it's it's been a really fun season uh it's been messy I'm so excited to talk about the weddings because it's like a culmination of all my feelings about this whole stupid I'll be shake situation i refuse to call him shake like i will not do it <laughs> yes. so it's just i'm I'm excited to talk about it with y'all uh let's get into it yeah, i saw
3: I, uh, I saw on twitter when you had first started watching sasha and all of your tweets were just <laughs> <laughs> dragging <laughs> shake and and you went on like a very long rant about <laughs> him calling himself shake so i really appreciated that yeah.
0: <laughs> it's just so dumb right like and and i know that it comes unfortunately from like probably a self-hating you know or like self-deprecating moment and you know probably maybe he was bullied maybe he just never felt good enough or whatever and he lives in chicago like there are a lot of indians in chicago or at least they see like brown people from the south asian continent and the fact that this man has zero indian friends or brown friends in general is very weird so My heart does go out to him. But as someone that grew up in Oklahoma, like, get it together, please. (laughs) And like, stop being so against your own people. It's just, it's so pathetic, honestly.
4: Yeah, that's funny you say that because that was literally one of the things my mom pointed out to me. She's like, oh my gosh, can you believe not one of his groomsmen were Indian?
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's wild. (laughs) (laughs) And listen, I think that, you should have diversity, right? In your friend Mm -hmm. groups, I don't think like it should all be the same race or whatever, culture, ethnicity. But also you need to have some people that you have things in common with, right? Like who else is going to understand that I need to be home by nine, even though I'm 30 years old, if I'm like (laughs) back home in Oklahoma, like that's just how it is. Like my only, unfortunately, sometimes my Indian friends understand certain cultural things and just like only my Jewish friends might understand some things, so it's just—it's really sad for him that he can't get his life together. And his mom is so kind. So what—what um, yeah. what really happened—is what I want to know. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's what I thought was
0: interesting. Was that
3: the insight into his family seemed really nice, and so I'm—I'm yes. I'm not sure where the separation went. If it was just the major attraction to b-
4: blondes that <laughs> <but> took him. Them- <laughs>
3: away. I don't know.
4: (laughs) Before before we dive into the weddings, though, I do want to talk about the, the format of the weddings. And one thing that I think should change, because speaking on Shake, I think that you know, this is a specific situation where we this we could benefit from this. So they always go to the person. It feels, well, in the past, last season, we thought it looked like they went to the person whose answer they were sure of, right? And then mm-hmm. we never hear the other person's answer. Um, Or or the idea is that the first person is probably going to say yes, that way the decision is on the second person. But then we saw in three of these weddings, well, two of the, the three that said no, two of them Said no first. And then you have the other person like, "Mm, I don't know what I was going to say or oh, Oh, it you know, I was the one on the fence anyway. So I'm like, how can we find out both of their decisions um, without, you know, it it ruining the wedding per se? They should have one of those cubes on, like that they use on the Big Brother contest. Yes, Yes.
3: they should both set them and have to reveal (laughs) at the same time. I do or I
0: don't. or like do it before they even get to the altar, Uh, because all these, even Nick, right, saying it's a game time decisions. What a weirdo! I would not want to hear that. But even then, whatever he's. I want to know what you say at the altar and did it match what you put in the briefcase beforehand? Like That's where I feel like the drama can come in.
4: (laughs) Right. And it's not like, Oh, okay. You know, it's, it's, customary to just say it at the, you're okay. You're already marrying someone you've never seen. So you, this could be the perfect opportunity if they were to lock it in or even on like um, the, are you, are you the one second chances or whatever when people had to reveal their, their answer at the same time. And it shows that could be so exciting because then yes. you're like, Oh, and then the person who says they don't or whatever can explain themselves before they walk off. But it's just like now we have a situation, Mallory and Shake can just say, well, you know, I, you know, I wasn't going to say yes anyway. Um, it is. It's just it's frustrating for someone like Shake because he wants to, you know, appear like he would have never said yes. Right.
3: And and we can get into it when we get to break down each of those scenarios, because I think that there are some very specific Editing reasons why they did what they did. Definitely with Shaken Deep D's, which we can mm-hmm. dive into. And I think it's to some extent with Mallory and Sal's. And I think that there are things we brought up over the last couple episodes about mm-hmm. how we were seeing the edits evolve. And I think it was kind of like they boxed themselves into a corner into yeah. the less exciting outcome, unfortunately. Because I think for TV drama, the most exciting thing is to have one person say yes. And then mm-hmm. the other person be like, no. Yeah, right. And- uh, we didn't get that into the scenarios and I think it's because of the way they box themselves in but before yeah. we jump into each one that we'll break down in order I just want to remind everyone that you can find all of the Love is Blind and Married at First Sight coverage over at robbiswebsite.com slash first sight feed so make sure to check that out if you haven't already and subscribe to that feed in particular. Okay so we ended episode 9 with the start of the Danielle and Nick wedding scenario which I think was a really interesting way to end that episode I mean there's a lot to be said for how they structured the drops with a five episode four (laughs) episode and now two one episode drops the next one coming next week so it's going to be interesting to to discuss like why they did that like I'm not really sure if they maybe just wanted to leave us on that cliffhanger here or they really felt like they had so much that they needed to show us in all these other weddings but I don't have a whole lot to say for this one. The the main like drama with Nick and Danielle was that it seemed like Nick wasn't 100% sure. At the last minute, like Sasha said, he says it's going to be a game time decision. Do we buy that? Do we buy that he was going to basically just go along with whatever... Danielle said because he he almost makes it seem like if she said no, he was going to be okay with that and he was actually encouraging that so that they could take more time together. But if she said yes, he was going to say yes just to kind of appease her.
0: Is that the take you guys got? Yeah, I mean he's giving gaslighter. I will say. (laughs) Uh, Y'all talked about this last time um, with Isaiah and uh, Jason but I don't know. I just feel like something about him is off. And it's very weird. So I'll I'll leave that. You know, I I don't wanna like diagnose because we we don't see their fights when he's the instigator. It seems like mm-hmm. we're only seeing when she is kind of, you know, doing her spiraling thing. And his body is saying no. I don't care what anyone says. How do you sweat so much that it looks like you <laughs> peed yourself? <You're> right. <laughs> Like, that's weird. I don't think I've ever seen that in my life.
4: (laughs) Right? Yeah. And even, like, walking down the aisle afterwards, like, Yes! It's it's coming through my pants and, like, trying to air his pants out. I was like, oh, gosh.
0: But, like, it's not on his, like, butt. You know what I (laughs) mean? Like, what a weird place to, like, uh, Like, I was like, (laughs) I think you should have said no. I really think your body's saying
3: that. There were so many, like things that could have been solved by this wedding being indoors they're all squinting it's yes. like none of the other weddings seem to be at like sun on top of you mm. shining down moment like all my notes say he needs to get a towel I hope that he was able to change his suit for the reception
4: <laughs> he needs to get it dry cleaned oh <laughs> my god uh-huh. Yeah, that's like when like a full blown shower is appropriate in between the ceremony and the reception. <laughs> but yeah, like, like you you were saying, Mary, it did seem like him saying as a game time decision was whatever she says, I'm saying because he said he wasn't at, even after he says I do. He's like, I wasn't 100 percent sure that she was sure. And so it's just like, yeah, but is that really how you should be judging this? Like, are you separating it and thinking about your feelings for her? Can y'all make this work? Because, I mean, he did say, I want someone who I can be with for the good and the bad. And I think he's just wants to be married so badly, which, you know, that is totally fine. Everybody, you know, can have their own desire towards marriage or to be single or whatever, right? But I think he's thinking of it by enemies necessary. And it's like, I have this woman right in front of me. If I can deal with the little arguments here and there or, you know, every other day, then I'm good. So, <laughs> <The other day. laughs>
3: all right. First, I just want to point out I have on at least one, but possibly more that I'm blocking out occasions. Attended weddings where I have managed to shower in between the reception or the, the ceremony and the reception <laughs> and I'm not even like in the wedding I've been a guest and i the the reception was held in like a barn type thing that mm. in the bathroom I noticed there was like a shower stall and I'm like, oh <laughs> i am I am doing this <laughs> it's time I need to I need to freshen up. I would That's like to hilarious. cancel like noon july weddings like no, no more of those if you live yeah. in a place where it is above let's say 75 degrees no outdoor weddings oh wow. yeah i mean
4: <laughs> being in texas i've been to a wedding like even weddings that are in the summer that can be at like 5 p.m or 7 p.m it's hot hot so um yeah. being in chicago i guess they didn't think that was a fear but Look at I don't them think now. they
0: cared. They were like, this is what we have. Here's the budget. Let's okay. get it moving. <laughs> Y'all have been annoying enough. Like, I'm not <laughs> dealing with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh and it seems like they
3: had two, maybe three, like, wedding locations. There was the outdoor and indoor location. I believe they were at the same building. That's what it looked like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. So Danielle says I do. Nick says I do. They sweat happily off into the sunset together. I Like, I don't know. I, I, they're, they might be my most frustrating couple. And so I can't even really <laughs> be happy that they're together. Like, I think at this point, we're all just kind of hoping that in the reunion, we find out. I don't want to say we find out that that didn't work out because I don't want that. You know, I don't mm-hmm. want that for them. I hope it does work out. I hope that they they look back and laugh and go, oh, how silly we were being. Of course, we can buy a closet to put my, you know, games in. And of course, it'll be okay that our cat and dog will get along. Like, I don't know.
4: Yeah, I it was a certain point. I mean, I know they were only on our screen for like five minutes, but there was a certain point I was like. Maybe we didn't see everything. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. we didn't see every bit of the relationship. Maybe they only highlighted the negative. Maybe there was so much positive that it didn't make the cutting room floor because I was just like, what do these two have in common? What do these two enjoy talking about? And, it, and just because we don't, don't see it, it's just like we're just we're left to run with our imaginations. And all it is is like, oh, so y'all just y'all like to argue and then y'all like to like flirt a little bit. I don't know. But maybe there's just more there that we don't know. And they can live happily ever after. If there's not, we will find out at the reunion next week.
3: Yeah. I'm just it- praying for them. <laughs> yeah. I am too. Um, but, The big drama that we saw in the last drop was like Danielle continuing, continuing to say that she hopes that saying I do isn't the thing
0: that like breaks them.
1: So we'll find out, I guess, in the (laughs) (laughs) reunion.
0: Nothing makes sense. Like, I'm sorry. Like, the math is not mathing Uh -uh. with this couple because everything about it screams you shouldn't be together. Even Danielle, I think she's being gaslighted, right, with the cake tasting when he was like, that's not what I said. That's not Mm -hmm. what happened. And, you know, now with this, like, looking back, I'm thinking of if I saw my husband being like, it's a game time decision. I'm not sure. I don't need that, especially if I have someone like her, right? That's pretty um just insecure that has her stuff to deal with also. So it it's weird. I, I think they might be together, but I don't know that it's gonna be pretty. Oh
3: gosh. Well, to another wedding that was not the smoothest. Uh let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about deep tea and shake. So just up front, we're gonna see it. They walk down the aisle. Deep D is gonna say no, and everyone on the internet is like,
4: "Woo, no <laughs> <Go> girl!" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so,
3: uh, and it seems like in her family as well, felt the same uh-huh. way. Now, I think this is what I was talking about earlier. I think the situation with the edit, and we kind of touched on in the past, was like we went through the last nine episodes thinking, okay. Deepti, for whatever reason, reasons unclear to us, seems to really like Shay. We almost never, especially once they leave Mexico, hear anything from Deepti that's like about why she likes him or even if she likes him or how she thinks things are going or anything like that. We get almost nothing. We get a couple quotes from her at the bachelorette party talking about like, hoping that you know she like feeling like she deserves someone who really likes her and um that sort of thing uh and and then there's a couple things starting to talk about like oh here are some flaws with shake like he can't you know he's not um he he's thinking things through too much and not like just feeling and stuff like that but they i think they clearly edit out anything from her saying anything negative about him so that you get to this point thinking That it's like it's just the Shake decision. And then they switch it last second are like, nope, it was the Deep D decision all along. Because reading through the edit, like I think, and I could be wrong, I think Shake was going to say yes. I think Shake Mm -hmm. came, took a journey, and while he still has his issues with uh, like, I don't know, not seeing what a beautiful and incredible person Deep D is, I think that he was like ready to commit anyway for a lot of flawed reasons and then was trying to scramble and be like oh yeah uh that's that's totally what i wanted totally um yeah definitely you know haha i'm totally relieved everything's great (laughs) like that's what it seemed like to me maybe i'm wrong maybe he was going to say no but i think he certainly did not think she was going to say no like i think he at no point in this whole process realized that she had a decision and he was at no point trying to like Give her reasons to like him. He thought it was just all about his choice from from what I saw. So
4: like one hundred one thousand percent he was going to say yes. Yeah. Like he will never convince me otherwise. And it's just the, the the power moves he was trying to play afterwards was just disgusting because it was just like. Oh, I'm not hurt. I'm not hurt. This is a celebration. We're celebrating love. And look, I was I was the one on the fence anyway. Like you know, oh, thank, oh, yes, thank God absolutely. I didn't have to say anything. Mm-hmm. Thanks, to, you know, <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't say have to say anything. So I she let her be the one to reject me. It was just like, are you serious? Like every, how how did every other uh, fiance or every other guy on the show handle it appropriately? Like even the ones who said no, even the ones who their uh, fiance said no, they handled it as if like, yes, the person that I thought I was about to marry just now said no. Or I just turned down the person that, you know, she that thought that we were getting married. And he's just trying to handle this like nothing ever happened, trying to say, oh, you know, this is probably the one breakup that I can be happy. Just like. Why are you trying to tear her down? Even like he's just trying to pull any string out or any anything out of a hat to just be like, I'm not the one that's hurt here. Maybe, you know, he's he's thinking in his mind probably she'll see this one day. And, you know, the way she hurt me can and it's just a natural thing. It's not even like he's intentionally trying to do it. It's just he's that type of person that just wants to hit where like he didn't have any regard towards her feelings throughout this entire time with everything he said about her, everything he said about her on camera that was going to be aired. He didn't care. He didn't care that he was telling other people that, Oh, she's like an, an aunt to me. Just, it was just so gross. And I was so, I was so happy for her. I was like, (laughs) deep deep, you know, you're, you know, your worth, you know, how amazing you are. And we've been saying it all season. And like, I was just so happy for her, and I, I, my jaw dropped because of how the edit portrayed it. I didn't think that was going to happen. And so I was like, literally, jaw on the ground. I had to pause the TV and was like, oh my gosh, she did not just say, oh my gosh,
0: I'm so happy for DT. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know where to start, right? Because it, <laughs> it again feels personal with this <laughs> yeah. couple. So it's just, he is such a dumbass, right? Like I truly have never met such a a bigger loser than this person. <laughs> because everything about him is fake, right? His confidence—how you mm-hmm. own a Tesla but live in that apartment? The math ain't mathin', baby. <laughs> and and then how you gonna if you can afford Nobu apparently, then why are you living in that apartment? Everything about him is clownery. He's a literal clown, and. The fact that you know he he was like, I'm so big and bad that I'm gonna go around, tell everyone and their little mom that I don't care about her, that I'm not attracted to her. Oh, I you know, but you know what looks fade in 20 to 30 years, at least I'm married to my best friend. No, yeah. So you know what he thought? He was like, I'm gonna marry this girl and then cheat on her with my hot blonde neighbor. Okay, that's <laughs> what the hell he wanted to do. So no, and then he's talking about how excited he is that he's finally doing Indian traditions. This is the fakest traditions ever, <laughs> okay? And like his sherwani, which is his outfit, he was like, "It's so extra!" Oh my god! First of all, I don't even think a wedding guest would wear that, okay? <laughs> like it is no, you got that on the sale rack. Don't lie. And then Deepthi's langa looked perfection obviously and it's very in like red langas are out um it's kind of what uh women are wearing right now so i'm into it and as soon as he saw her in that outfit you know he was like oh she's so hot Mm -hmm. oh now you want to be indian got it (laughs) so oh my god and then and then he's just constantly like Oh, but you're so beautiful. You're so. I'm so excited. Like you know, constantly just being a fake. Mm-hmm. And and then he got yeah. Like and then y'all said like deep tea just like was a queen. I appreciate all her family. I think her sister started clapping when she was walking, <laughs> yeah. like back down the aisle. Mm-hmm. And it's just two words have not been spoken. Because did you see this man? Also, because you know, as if he couldn't be down in the seventh ring of hell already, but. <laughs> started to talk to the only white or not only, but like immediately starts talking to a white lady and is like, oh, I wasn't that into her anyway. I'm glad she did it. It was so I was like, oh, so you're already hitting on hitting Someone on the else. next white lady. Got it. <laughs> so it's just I never met such a clown in my life. And he's going to keep being a clown because you you got egg on your face. And instead of like naming that, he just made it so much worse for himself because he's like, I have to go to work only on Monday, so I'll be fine. I shut it, up, stupid. he clearly <laughs> took
3: the rest of the week off to celebrate the right. wedding that didn't happen. Yeah, exactly. celebrate
0: yourself. You're being a loser. Uh, That's what he should celebrate. And I just I couldn't help but laugh. Even the pundit, the guy doing the um, doing the ceremony, just looked like in utter shock he's like what did i just show up to i have no idea what's going on and then i just love the subtitles they were like chanting in hindi and it's like he's not speaking hindi like sanskrit <laughs> so it's just like everything about this was wrong like that's just how i felt i was like forget okay, the pundit is a mess he, they're saying he speaks chanting in hindi like no one chants in hindi like what are you talking about and the, oh my god it was so bad like it i was love the, truly fact, horrible. the fact checking I know, I know. I was like I know what they're saying. Like I speak I don't speak Sanskrit because it's like a it's like knowing Latin, right? You don't mm-hmm. actually speak it. But I was like stop the madness. <laughs>
4: stop it. I did I I did think that there was a king there. Not him but his <laughs> friend Kim who's yes. like look what are you going to look like in 20 years like if you're looking for somebody better and you're looking you're looking for just a swipe away don't you think like the emotional connection is what you should be worried about anyway
0: no and, uh, i was like yes he's too busy worried about looking like the wish version of George <laughs> Clooney and then really has the gall to talk to about anyone like uh. look at you in the mirror just for a second. I Yeah, I really feel like his friends were probably like, what
3: are you talking yeah. about? Like <laughs> this woman right here. What are you doing, Shake? I don't know. He needs his eyes opened. Maybe this will mm-hmm. be a growing experience for him. So I want to know, though, I think it's like pretty obvious that they under edited Deep D mm-hmm. in order to have this moment in the moment when she came out, were you shocked? Like, Asia, did you think she was going to say yes based on the way they had edited it? Did they succeed in their shocking? (laughs) Yeah, they
0: got me, for sure. Because I was so sad. I was like, oh, you know, at first, I didn't... I wasn't a fan of her either, but that was like the first two episodes because... Um, I was like, oh, of course they have to find the two Indians that have never dated Indians and only like white people and they're gonna end up with okay, whatever. But Mm. then, you know, I you we got to know her and we're like, oh, okay, it's she's great. And then they, you know, she ends up with a clown. So I was stressed, but my question is who tipped her off that he's been saying all this stuff? Because she says, Oh, he's been Sharing all this kind of stuff with everyone. I, I don't think he talked to her family. So I'm I, wondering, wondering if gossip girl Nick, you know, shared ooh, a lot. Because I'd, I have a different
4: theory. Ooh. I think he confided the whole time to Shane. Shane mm-hmm. told everything to Natalie. They have they had their relationship. Like if anything, they had a friendship. And so he told everything to Natalie. Natalie went right back and told Deep because all, uh, all of the ladies seem pretty, pretty close. I know right now they're in uh, Vegas. Yeah.
0: Together. So I feel like it's Nick's messy ass. Because <laughs> him at that barbecue thing. I was like, are you OK? <laughs> right. And I like gossip. But like, what are you doing? Like, get your life together. Why are you talking about Natalie? Stop yeah, it. Nick, concentrate on your own drama and, <laughs> and stay out
3: of other people's. Um. I think it's also possible that he slipped up and that she was like like he certainly wasn't um telling her like reassuring her that mm-hmm. he was you know, he wasn't acting like a person who was super attracted to her. So,
4: yeah. I don't think it would be that hard for her to be like, "Hmm, TikTok, wonder why." Like, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the, they, we also got that preview scene in the first batch of episodes for the second batch of them at the uh, like doing like a picnic. We never yeah. saw that on the show. Yeah, we, or she we was like, "Well, that. don't you want your person to be your best friend?" So that, yeah, that was kind of odd, and that's what made me. That was so annoying that he said, "Like, if if I said yes, she would have said yes." When he was telling the guests, I was like, "What are you talking about? No, Jesus. did you not hear a word she said? Like, or or obviously, I guess she told us that like he never <laughs> made
0: <laughs> he never made me feel like I was number one. So it doesn't matter to him. That's the point. Like he's so." self-absorbed and he truly and listen like I'm an only child too so I understand that sometimes we feel like the world revolves around us and especially (laughs) in Indian families you know with an only child that's a son it's a lot okay I'm married to one so it's just (laughs) I get it but the world does not revolve around you and the fact that immediately an Indian girl I think of all the women that rejected him i don't think he can handle it because he was like an indian girl rejecting me they should be so lucky that i even look at them i i think that
3: this whole thing started red flag for me was episode two when (laughs) he somehow went on a growth arc in the period of three days (laughs) from his initial like statements that were horrible in the pods to everyone clearly not understanding the experiment to like all of a sudden having this connection and like I get it like maybe you know let the first impressions go by he learned that he was trash at those but Mm -hmm. I don't know it it just it bothered me that he never seemed to understand that this was a situation where there are two people who both have opinions and feelings and that you need to be like working on making yourself appealing to them and it's not just them trying to like earn you so i don't know hopefully
4: hopefully you learned that He did have genuine shock in his face when she said, yes. I cannot marry you. Oh, like yeah. it took him back for a second. So I was like, he had no idea that she realized her self-worth and realized that he was not treating her like the woman that she should have been treated mm-hmm. like. And even his mom knew his mom said she doesn't deserve anybody like that treats her 1% less than what, how she deserves. So like she knew, um, but he didn't he right. know anything. <laughs> exactly um did y'all notice uh so one thing to point i guess two things to point out the first thing is that the nobu reservation deep d did actually go oh, oh. i didn't notice that they, they posted a picture on instagram or maybe he did and he was and the caption was like uh this is us at nobu and it's like yes it's that nobu reservation so i don't know if it was like a wrap-up Why would type of
0: thing even go to see that loser I you know, know what i mean like this man dogged you out Multiple yes. times. Yeah, I think that's the question. Is like maybe they, maybe she did
3: like feel like they had a good friendship. She just yeah. knew it was not going to be a romantic connection because of how he
0: was treating her. I don't know. Friends right. with that thing? No, thank you. <laughs> See, like <laughs> he's he's a vet, right? I think his mm-hmm. yeah his um no shade to dogs, obviously, but like better not be no. <laughs> but like you sleep with dogs, you you know you become one, and that's just. <laughs> You know, I like, <laughs> nothing about him makes sense. Like literally nothing. Oh my! I was oh my! I be satisfied. I have never been more
4: shocked and more satisfied recently in reality television than her saying no. I was so happy about that. Um, but did y'all notice her bridesmaid? Um, they put up like a little cry on for um, Juhi, and they I said they said Deepti's friend she was a contestant on this season (laughs) oh my god
3: i think i think there are a lot of things that are like signs to the audience if you're really trying to read them about whether or not someone's going to say yes or no like i think if they here's here's a big one from last season if you see them pick out a wedding outfit like a, a dress or something And then they don't show up to the wedding in that dress and they clearly bought like a cheaper one to wear here, they're not saying yes. Like that's a big (laughs) sign. If they don't seem to have like involved their actual friends (laughs) and or family, I think that's another one. So the fact that she was like, "Eh, might as well just include someone that (laughs) I met in the pot. (laughs)
4: Yeah. Let's not get my real best friends involved. (laughs) Maybe that's what Abby Shake was doing. Weirdo. (laughs) Oh my gosh
3: all right all right well uh we'll uh, take a quick break and then we'll come back to talk about the
1: next wedding
3: Okay, let's talk about another semi-shocker, perhaps, Uh, Shane and Natalie. I don't... I don't know. I feel like this was the one that the show really wanted you to think was like pretty much a lock from the start. They add in all of those scenes of people saying like they're the most solid relationship, and look, they can even handle Shayna's <laughs> interruptions. <laughs> and, uh, they can handle Nick being messy, but um, it, I don't know. I don't necessarily know if the fight was the main thing. They certainly want to make it seem that way, and it's a really good excuse for Natalie to. Have. Have. um based on everything we hear about what took place in that fight oh i am a hundred percent on board with, <laughs> with natalie's statement i don't know how you could have that argument even like much less a night before the wedding but like months leading up to the wedding and then still still feel okay with it but anyway so this is this is another situation where we have uh let's see do we get shane's does he does he say something? Yes, yeah, Shane says I do, mm-hmm. and then she has a very big dramatic pause and says she doesn't, so all right, let's talk with, about it yeah
4: <laughs> with with that argument, the Shane stances, don't we all say things we regret, you know, in arguments? no, Shane. I don't. I not I know, like that. Right? Like I don't. I I understand the words that are coming out of my mouth have an impact. So I'm not going to tell somebody that they never meant anything to me or they were the worst thing to happen for, to me unless I
0: mean it. You know.
4: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, All like, the boys crying that yeah. Asia said this to.
4: So it's just. It's so. It's so ridiculous. Like I think that's just a sign of like of maturity. Uh, I mean, we've seen we've seen plenty of Shane of just, you know, is he ready? Really? I mean, especially in the pods, just how he is with the guys. And someone did like a highlight reel on Twi- uh, TikTok of just like this is Shane and it was everything from the pods. And one of the things is like, oh, I like Natalie because she likes me. And so he he said a lot of things. But this was really putting to action like, oh, my. He has little ways to go in the maturity department because y'all have like they've argued but like to have this big blow up and say things like that thinking that oh when i walk into the wedding and she says yes that's we're we're good like he legit thought her saying yes would be like making up from that argument
3: yeah like regardless of what they were both going to say this was still going to be a situation they were going to have to deal with later and yes. i feel like it would almost be like she she'd bring it up you know a couple days later like hey so can we circle back to that argument mm-hmm. and he would say something like what? I, th- I thought, like, we're married now. Why is this still- <laughs> yeah. I, Like, I almost thought we were going to have, like, one of those... It's, it's popular in The Bachelor moments where, like, maybe he's standing there waiting for her to come. And then she sort of signals to him, like, hey, can you can you come talk? Or, like, maybe even walks up there. He says, I do. And then she says, like, I need to pull you aside. And then they, mm-hmm. like, have it out about the argument and then her decision. But, no, we don't get that. Instead, we get, you know, pretty, um like, reasonable situation that she's in where she's like I I care about him a lot. I don't want to close the door on this relationship by any means but I can't like marry somebody (laughs) who told me the night before that they hated me and I don't I I really wonder like where the source of the argument started because first off they're lying to us. This show Big Fat Liars (laughs) all around because not one episode before The Bachelorette parties and bachelor parties they all say like it's our last date it's the last time we'll see you before the wedding lies it's not (laughs) the last time because they managed to have an argument and like nick and danielle had a conversation they're clearly like everyone
0: had an argument
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i don't know i'm
4: trying to like see did he say what it started with? yeah yeah she said that she had she told him like don't you think you've had enough to drink Oh right, right and yeah. he didn't like that. Well, that's a big old red flag right there. <laughs> He's for so insecure.
0: Reasons. Like, can yes. you imagine dating someone that needs constant? Like, people are dragging Danielle, but like that's what Shane is too, just in male form. Because uh-huh. he and and I feel for him in that. I do think that Natalie does not give him. You know, like. Like a little bit. Yeah. The way she shows love I think is like playful and messy. I'm like that like I don't know how to like be cute and kind. (laughs) Um, Like I'm very much like you're so ugly but I actually mean like (laughs) oh you're really cute and I like you. Um, So I understand that like for Shane's part. But everything else is like he's so needy. He's constantly needing reassurance for what? Like for what? And then why do you want to marry someone that does not believe in saving money? Right, like he's gonna bleed her <laughs> I'm dry. Sorry. We, we can't be the kind of couple that just
3: buys a house and has a four hundred one k. on, Sasha, we can't be regular. We can't be, be, kind of we can't be <laughs>
0: normal. Yeah, we don't do regular. We're <laughs> outstanding, extraordinary. So it's just like, why do Why do you want to be married to someone like that? Because he's gonna bleed her dry. Yeah. And and then probably go talk to Shayna. I don't know. He, uh, I, I don't know. Like, I think it's weird
3: that he... Or I don't know if weird's the right word. It's interesting that he's a person who is very... Like, has self-esteem issues where he needs all of this um, constant, like, words of affirmation and encouragement. Mm-hmm. But he's also... Like very comfortable saying that that's what he needs. He's very self-aware <laughs> yeah. about what yeah. he wants. Like, not and not just to her. Like talking with the guys, he'll say like, "I just need people to tell me." And what I think is interesting is, okay, like maybe I'm reading into this, but like one time I had a guy tell me like, "Oh, I really like that shirt on you. Like I really like that shirt." And for whatever reason. I got in so in my head now where I was like, oh, my gosh, if I ever wear this shirt, he's going to think that I'm doing it just because he said that, I, that he liked it. And like, uh, and I'm like, oh, I'm not I'm not good with this. And so if someone told me like, hey, I need you to give me a compliment. I feel like no matter what I say, it's going to sound fake then, even if I mean it, because I'm like, you're expecting a compliment. OK, but that's, you know, that's sort of beside the point. The montage they show of Natalie, like all the like <laughs> jokey things she says to him. Like yes, if he tells you don't do that, you should probably realize that. But I also I also get it because like that's what I like I'm not a I can't like vocalize like romantic feelings. Like I'm just not like a person. I can't. Like, if it's, I say I love you, like who that it's not like oh, I don't really have like issues like opening up. It's just that's not the way I vocalize it. That's not the way I can do it. I'm more of a like, you know, like Slap you on the butt, like kind of like like woo, love you. <laughs> you know, I, just, I can't do it. So I get it. And
4: maybe, maybe that's why they're not <laughs>
3: super compatible.
4: Exactly. Cause yeah, I'm the same way. Like it, it I would I would almost cringe a little bit if I were just like all ro- romantic and I don't know. But I feel like there are definitely men out there that can match Natalie's like dry sense of humor. Because Mm -hmm. that's all it is. It's all her just having a good time. And it's just like, obviously, her action shows that she cares about him. They're getting it on every night, multiple times. Apparently, she's, she has like, she displays physical touch with him. And so it's like, it, for her, it's clear that I like you. And she's even saying, love you plenty. But he just needs those compliments constantly. And so she, it, it's almost to the point of, you want it so bad. So I'm not going to give it to you. But I don't right. Think Natalie's that petty. I just think it's just like, I it's would not be. That- <laughs> I'd be like, do you just- want a
0: compliment? No, absolutely. It's just not <laughs> happening and anymore. I'm not, I mean,
3: like, I'm not saying that he needs to like just deal with a form of. Because I think, I think her, her ribbing him like is a form of affection. And I don't think, I don't think he should have to deal with it if that's like really, if that's not something he wants to hear. I just think that like this is why, and I know some people roll their eyes when people talk about like love languages, but this is why it's really important to understand not just like the type of love you like to receive, but also Mm -hmm. the type you feel comfortable giving. Mm -hmm. And then if you're, if you're in a pair where like the type you want to receive isn't something that the other person is not comfortable giving or vice versa, then I mean, at the very least, you need to have like a very open and honest conversation about it. And if your if your opinion is just like, no, deal with it, fix it, do the thing that I want you to do, even if it's uncomfortable for you, that's not great. And if your answer is like, no, this is the only way I can give it, just deal right. with this, even though it hurts you, that's not great either. Yeah. So
4: Right uh, Yeah, yeah. Cause it's not like this is their only issue. You know, it it could be one thing that if she, you know, she started to compromise by you know, ragging on him a little less and then just giving him a couple more compliments a day, like moving forward, not just when he asks. And then, you know, they could find a sweet middle ground there, but I think they still have problems communicating. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and and obviously they prioritize things very differently. <laughs> like, you know, finances are what the biggest cause of divorce. Isn't that what people always say? Um, so... You know, I think, I think he's trying to, I think for him, that's probably the biggest issue. Like if she did
0: that, that they would be great, but that's not the case. I mean, she shouldn't have to change everything about herself. Because mm-hmm. what is he bringing to the table? That's my question. <laughs> because what is he bringing that he's not talking to Shana anymore? Because to me, that's his only positive at this point, right? Yeah. Like, Nothing else he's doing is like exciting me.
4: Yeah, that's the only thing I've applauded him for that he didn't get into Shayna hitting on him. I was like, thank you, Shane. And still to this day, he said him and Shayna will never have a romantic relationship and he wishes her the best. Okay.
3: (laughs) (laughs) There there are, I think Shayna, I think Shayna did something that he really doesn't like. I think him or her calling out like, insulting his relationship that's like tantamount to like betrayal like that's not something he's going to ever see as a positive in someone um because she she don't know his love languages either clearly (laughs) oh my god yeah (laughs) great job but yeah i don't know with these two like i i feel like he's clearly very upset i think like they have a lot, like she says, a lot of things they need to work on. Clearly, there are some communication, there's some possibly temper issues that they need to work on. I mean, even to the fact of, and and this is night and day from the next wedding we're going to talk about, but (laughs) to the fact that when she says no, even though she says, like, I don't want to close the door on us, he's just kind of like, All I am is emotion. All I can do is let this out and it might come across, you know, angry. I may double down and say more hurtful things. Like, who knows? And so I I feel like that's uh, clearly some more areas they need to work on. I don't know. Do you feel like with the two of them that they
4: will or can even make this work? I think only if he realizes that they need to have difficult conversations like even her trying to talk out their argument from the day before he's like oh are we seriously doing this right now like do you not realize that she just said she didn't want to marry you because of of that like because that just happened and she realized that that made her like not sure about this at all I just don't think I mean, because he even like when he was in that confessional with like the producers, he's like, do you think I'm actually going to go back to you after after you just did that? But Mm -hmm. then he's like, but she's my best friend. I love her. Well, what
0: does that really mean? Oh, that's another thing. Why are they? Why does she keep calling him her best friend? They've known each other three weeks. (laughs) three weeks right it's like what What an insult to her actual best friend that's what I'm saying I was like people put in work to be each other's best friends and this man Mm. has done nothing and same for her like y'all don't know each other that long and they're just constantly romanticizing love and marriage and relationship instead of like understanding that there's so much work that needs to be done to put the relationship like to keep it going right and to keep mm-hmm. it happening it's not all words of affirmation and that's what I feel like Shane thinks it's like well as long as she's nice to me we'll be married forever and ever and it, I don't think that that's the truth also did you think that this man was drunk because <laughs> he was haggard at the like at this end interviews I feel like he was slurring his words so I was like are you drunk like are, are, are you Maybe? okay
3: it, it's definitely possible. I mean, we saw
4: some people drinking before. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. right. Yeah, that's a good question because I, what was, I don't know what his body was doing at the altar, right. but I totally understand how Natalie was feeling on edge and uneasy because he was doing like the shoulder thing. And then he like had her hands and it it was as if his body was saying, I'm on, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And then he says yes looking at the ground. I'm like I don't buy that. Like he's been really giving sure. off he's been giving off like very
3: uh, odd Body language, like the whole time. Like he's very, mm-hmm. he always feels like he's got all this energy that like just mm-hmm. needs to release. And so I think mm-hmm. that might have been part of it. Like I don't know if it was just if he was drunk or if it was if it was something else that he sort of always has, but I yeah. think it probably contributes to the idea that she said like that she has always felt like her dad made her feel safe yes. and supported mm-hmm. and she didn't get those same feelings from him. But
4: I love you know, that. That was, that's, <laughs> Because, yeah, her dad loves her so much. And it was so sweet watching their relationship. I
3: know. It, this is what I like about certain dating shows. Because I like to think, you know, reflect back on my own life. And <laughs> I don't know if it, this probably says more about the types of relationships I've been in. But, like, I do get more. Uh, I feel like I've sort of, a, um, I don't know. Like, I, I get I get better feelings when I hear that someone's, like, will call me their best friend. More so than when someone says like I love you, and that's just because I'm like ah a thing that like this took this took work and it took you know <laughs> <laughs> supporting and loyalty and friendship and mm-hmm. so like I, yeah ideally you want your romantic partner to also have that feeling. Eventually, you're not it. Don't be. Don't be. Acting like best friend is just a thing we can throw around <laughs> right. by saying that you that's can achieve
0: this in I'm three saying. weeks. <laughs> it, that's what I'm saying because I remember when my husband was like, Yeah, you are my best friend. I was like, oh, You know, it was, yeah. it, if <laughs> he's like, We're in a full on relationship, we've yeah. been dating for years, but then he, you know, like vocalized that. I was like, What? <laughs> you really think so? so? I agree with you, Mary, because I don't know that any other guy I've dated before like vocalized that like I was his best friend. Granted, they were like in college. So we're Mm -hmm. all dumb then. But it's just, it's so nice. And maybe this is, again, we're all, maybe three of us are weirdos that can't, (laughs) you know, express like (laughs) feelings, quote unquote, normal, like Shane would want. But it's everything about this is a red flag like the whole thing is a red flag and it's and they're both colorblind is how i feel because why is natalie even saying yeah but i still want to try it's yeah. like he said he hated you
4: right it's like there's
3: so i think how do you work through that where yeah i think that you can have feelings of love towards someone without liking
4: them. oh yes
3: mm-hmm. and sure. i feel like
4: that's kind of where she's family. at where she's like <laughs> <laughs> not, not any of not any my family because my family watches this i'm just saying
0: i've, I've seen it in other people's families asia's family like now what? what they're gonna what? call what? you and be like so who are you talking about right, was know, it this we're... auntie at this thing because actually we agree <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh but, but like, and I know you,
3: you talk about that with family but I think it's a thing that can happen in relationships mm-hmm. and it's usually the kind of thing that you start realizing like before a breakup where you're like I love them I feel like I want to support them that's why even when you break up even if you um, you know are the one who initiates the breakup, you can still cry and feel yeah. upset and feel lost after it because you did have feelings of love towards someone. <clears throat> but a lot of times at the end, you're like, but there's just so many ways where we don't like each other. We don't get along. We don't communicate well. And um, that's, I feel like they need to spend a little bit more time actually building that friendship. So we'll, yeah. we'll see. Maybe it'll I mean, happen.
4: Back to that earlier point about the best friend and I love you. I meant to bring that up last week. Cause I was just like, cuz even last batch of episodes everyone's throwing around i love you just left and right and it's just like are y'all saying it so much cuz you're just like if i say it enough it'll it'll come true yeah, because what is this what you you have lust for this person like to to well not for a shake <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, what are you basing this off? Of? Are you just thinking, oh, we're about to get married. So I obviously need to be in love with this person. I just, I don't get it. Where's it coming from? What's it stemming from? Can you explain? I, I would love everyone to get on and I, we we should have every single one of them come on this podcast and explain why did they feel they were in love with this person?
0: Not just, oh, they, I was in a relationship with them, but why? I think they keep saying, right, they spend so many hours in the pod. Like that's what it comes down to Mm -hmm. is apparently if you don't have your phone and you're uninterrupted with one person nonstop, that equals love. Which if you've been in COVID with a partner, um, (laughs) it's just not true. (laughs) Like, like, I love my husband, period. But also... I we're together all the time, and we work from home, so it's just it's too much. Hey, and Bailey and Swaggy whole... did it. Listen, um, I'm not as glamorous as them. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Sometimes I'm like, oh, don't you just like want to go hang out with your friends? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely the time of them
3: being you know in this structured zone where it's like we our entire goal of this these three week period is just to talk about love and to think about love and to think about a relationship and talk about that and you know okay i think i'm realizing something Ooh, big brain moment epiphany Mm -hmm. i think that may be why our final couple Maybe maybe it works out for them because they were spending a little bit more time doing normal everyday <laughs> things. <laughs> and not just talking about love. All right, yeah, that's probably not gonna work for everyone, and I still have suspicions. So we're <laughs> we'll come back to that. But, um, all right, let's let's talk about our next couple. Uh I, I do feel like this one is pretty night and day from the last two scenarios. So let's talk about Malin Sal. No, I hate that. Okay, let's <laughs> Salvador, who i I don't know i I think the editing on this one I think we mentioned like the reason we saw almost nothing from them in the previous drop like they had clearly the the least to show and what we did see was like they said they had a fight, but we didn't see the fight and then they seemed pretty civil and he he played the ukulele for her a couple times like besides that, we didn't get almost anything about their feelings or their expectations or what they thought was going to happen and I think that they were probably on the same page in this scenario, but we're going to have uh, Sal speak first and say no. Um, And then Mallory, I don't know. I mean, it was hard to read whether or not her hint, like when he asks her if he, if she wanted him to say yes, she says part of me hoped that you would just kind of because like I put on a wedding dress and how can you not feel like you want? <laughs> Right. Scenario to work out, but it seemed like they both were kind of on the same page
4: about not being ready. Yeah i i I just have I don't know. I know a lot of people yeah. online say or they think that Mallory is, or not not just online, but they've expressed that online that they think Mallory is fake. But all I can go back to, which is which is a little preview to my thoughts on Ayana and Jared. Uh, Jason Reed, (laughs) but when you saw Mallory and Jared finally interact, they were being themselves like that was them in their most authentic state, comfortable. We have never seen Mallory laugh and play like that with Sal. And so I think Mallory was always struggling with Sal is such a nice guy. He's so sweet. I should want him. Yes. Why do I not? Yeah. <laughs> Why am I? Maybe she was bored. Maybe she was, you know, sometimes people are like someone's so good to them that they're like, let's spice it up with a little argument. I don't know. But it's just like it, it for some reason, it just wasn't a match. But I was I was surprised that Sal was the one to say no.
0: I also think he's so agreeable right like to, yes. it felt like edit wise yes. it felt like he's so agreeable and I again personally like couldn't be with someone like Sal he, because he's so kind and nice mm-hmm. that on paper I'd be like yeah this is exactly the person I should want to be with and you know I'm extra so like every date with him is a proposal it's <laughs> great I love it but in reality it felt like he was so scared to like push back almost on her that it felt like it wasn't like authentic and that's mm-hmm. why and second thing how, why do they bring out a whole mariachi band <laughs> and then say no you know what I mean like this is where I, I have my frustration with Sal where I was like I think you're a little fake or I don't think fake's the right word but whatever I think you're like, I it's think not that, working. yeah I think instead of them being
3: like fake people i think that they were the couple who struck me as like most conscious unlike shake who clearly did not realize this was a tv show that would be recorded they seemed like a couple who really both knew like this is a television show let's not come across looking like horrible people let's not yell and fight let's like keep the emotions buried a little bit let's keep things light you know and i i think that they they seem like people who are just like very aware of that, which I think is okay. Like, I think that that's fine. That's probably how I would be if I was on one of these shows, Um, but I don't think that I could do, like, I don't think that I'm going to be running, you know, away in my, in my dress, like falling down a hill, like yeah. Giannina, um, unless I was like, okay, time to turn it on. Right. Like, I don't know that you're going to get that. Like, I'm just kind of a person who keeps my emotions a little bit more bottled. And so, I feel like I understood that between the two of them. They both talk about how like they need more time and like maybe they'll go on a date. I don't know. I kind of like I could see this Completely 50-50. I think either they realize that they're just really not at a place where they they probably recognize like everyone else, because they're not throwing around the words best friend or anything. Uh Like I think that they recognize they feel like a couple who's been dating for three weeks and has only (laughs) known each other for three weeks, and maybe they want to continue dating, or maybe they don't. And like I could see it going either way. I, you know, I, I think that the pressure's off now. So if they want to take it slow, they can. And if they do it in a more authentic way and Realize it doesn't work. I don't think that they're going to have like particularly hard feelings. They seem pretty normal and boring when it comes down to it. Actually, yeah, just sad because, like individually, I like them both a lot. I just think Mm -hmm. that this kind of this couple like almost stifled their any interesting things about them. Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah, they just have to both want to put forth the effort because I could see it being you know they dial it all the way back to being casual because you're like okay we're not married we're dating. And then it becomes too casual for one of them. You know, we haven't seen Sal outside of this. And he did say, I think it was like the first or second batch of episodes that what he's tried in the past hasn't worked. So now he's trying to be more romantic. So this is him putting forth like all his effort to be as romantic as possible. So maybe this isn't even who, you know, or the types of things that Sal normally does. Maybe he doesn't. Seeing as long as Elliot on Euphoria constantly, you know? So it's just like... He seemed pretty comfortable. (laughs) He he did. He did. So it's just like, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt because he was just so, he was so kind about it. Yeah, Like, even when he said no, he was crying. She started crying. She's telling him it's okay. He even speaks to her parents or not her parents. They weren't there. She speaks to her loved ones and just like explaining, like, I had to get, he said it multiple times, I had to give my truest self. And so I'm just glad you know even knowing that a no was on the table he decided to give her a mariachi band you know so it's just like he's he's a sweet guy it's just like are they a good match for each other and I just don't know if they're going to really see it through um, after this like they could want to but then they're like eh, nah <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I I just feel like to me, again, that Mallory is, this is not the kind of guy she dates. We know that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that equals she's settling. You know, to be like, I should just date this guy because I know he's good for me, not because he is actually good for me, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. So that that's my only reservation about this couple. Like, I think they could make it work. I really do. But Sometimes nice guys do finish last, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) And I feel bad for saying that because I don't believe it. But I just feel like in this situation, it might be true. And
3: then we're going to see Sal talk to the guests, which I think was sweet. Like, I think he handled this well. Mm -hmm. I I hope and we don't know. This is why I need to talk to someone from the show, because I really want to know, like, are they allowed to inform their guests or their friends or family or whoever what their decisions probably are like I'm sure the show doesn't want them to tell them up front but it seems like his family kind of knew this is what was going to happen it seems Mm -hmm. like everyone was kind of on the same page Um, I don't know I I can't imagine like doing a wedding where (laughs) where no one where everyone's going to be surprised on the decision but I guess like hey that's comes you know, comes with the show. Oh, and I didn't bring this up before. I need to bring it up. Mm. In all of these, in all of these ceremonies, I can't get enough of the, like, officiant having to say the, like, whole love is blind show. Oh, you entered into an experiment where blah, 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 blah. And instead Mm. of saying, like, do you say I do? They say now's
0: time like the time to find out if love <laughs> right. is truly blind. Oh, oh my God. Even that poor pundit with his Indian accent. I was like, this man don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> like, stop it.
4: Don't do that to him. Hey, oh. Sal Sal said love is blind. He's it absolutely because he fell in love with her. Which look, I said that on the first podcast. I do think this does genuinely work. It's just everybody's not meant to be married within three weeks. Like I think the experiment of falling in love with someone you've never seen before, that is, that's some, that's something like it can happen. Right. But I mean, yeah. Talk to all the people on catfish, like it can happen, (laughs) but then (laughs) like to, to think that everyone who does this is going to be ready to get married in three weeks is just, it's beyond me because there are relationships out there. Like, Sasha, if you and your husband decided to get married three weeks after you knew him.
0: Mm, No, you know, like (laughs) oh, my God, I tricked him into even being like, we're exclusive or no, (laughs) like we were still just having that conversation. Right. (laughs) So
4: it's just like it it makes sense why, especially the people that want to say like, oh, we let's not do this now, but let's continue to explore what this is. You know, I totally don't fault them for that if they're gonna actually do it.
3: No, that's my favorite outcome from this show, actually. Yeah. Is yeah. People are realistic and like I know it didn't work last season with the couple who did continue to date, which if you watch the like year later three episode chunk, that was dramatic. Um, but I like I'm really proud of people when they can say like hey we don't need to be together and and they've sort of started doing that on shows like the bachelor where where it's Mm -hmm. not this you know they they start saying like will they get engaged or will other things happen it's not just this locked in so i go back and forth because yes if you're just like your entire goal of your show and your experiment is to make successful couples then i do think like do the love is blind thing you come back, maybe even put them in that sort of like fake engaged scenario where you're like living together and you like have to do that whole crash course. And then you can just go on continuing to date or be engaged for however long you want. And you'll mm-hmm. probably get maybe slightly more uh, actual marriages out of that. But if you don't have the pressure of a wedding ceremony and a three week timeline, I think you're going to start seeing more and more people try to get on the show who don't have any True. intention of ever getting married. and yeah. I think that's why they need to do that, um, unfortunately, because, like, most other dating shows have that problem. You know, like, with this show, I, I don't know. I, I truly believe that most people would at least hope that they find someone who they want to, to get married to. Like, I think that that seems to be the goal of most people on the show.
0: Yeah, but and I hope that casting, right, is, like, asking all the right questions mm-hmm. so that you can... Change that because wasn't there that was like episode one maybe two that like clout chaser who just get the realtor who was like talking about how I have this many followers which means I have that many friends like that person mm-hmm. you know you have to add them for the jokes but you can't let them get far
2: right, <laughs> right. at least the
3: show is not encouraging those people yes. and forcing them into a position <laughs> where they need to get far like right
2: so. <laughs> Yeah. yeah
3: it's good that that's not happening but um i don't know i mean honestly it was kind of just <laughs> kind of the boringest one <laughs> i know
4: yeah it was I like that really the know. only surprise was that sal was the one to say no but the fact i thought mal mal <laughs> mallory <laughs> i don't know her like that I, <laughs> but i'll say sal <laughs> <laughs> Mallory I thought for sure she would say no so I thought either way coming out of this they wouldn't well you know what actually I was wrong about every prediction last week
2: <laughs>
4: every single couple I was wrong That all the no's would be yeses and all the yeses would be no's but yes
0: correct whatever. the edit yeah. really
4: screwed us yeah yeah that's that's what it was the edit mm-hmm
3: yeah i mean like the most we get before they're getting ready is mallory saying that she hopes he doesn't throw any curveballs and i think she means like i hope he doesn't say yes out of
0: nowhere <laughs> after we've agreed to oh say no <laughs> make me look she bad just did not look happy you yeah. know like the whole time i was like you're just so not into this natalie too right i was like y'all just aren't here at least deep yeah. was good about faking it a little with she was like, look at my family, they look so good. Yeah, <laughs> because and and with Deep D, I was wondering like,
3: oh, I want to know so bad. I can't tell how much of it's the edit. Did was she actually constantly saying to the camera like, oh no, this guy not going to happen, or mm-hmm. was she playing the long game? Was like, I'm going to bide my time. He's going to think that I love him. Everyone's going to think yes. that I love him, and then.
4: Boom! Right in the
3: gut, like right at the wedding. She doesn't seem to be petty
0: like that. That's that's us
3: wanting that. (laughs) I want that to happen. No, she's she seems like a much better person. You know, I was like, like, I think she's better. I was like,
0: I would want to do that. Like, I would for sure play that long game to be like, Oh, you thought you could me? Just you wait, sir. I got you.
4: Yeah, I do. Like, definitely, I don't think leading up to it, but I do think standing there in front of him at the altar, she did have that satisfaction of just like, oh, oh no, you don't. Because, you know, all the stuff she was saying after you don't deserve he doesn't deserve me. By the time he realizes what he he lost, I'll be long gone. I was like, mm-hmm. yes, deep, deep she she's a queen. And I really appreciate like she is the star of it. whereas Cameron and Lauren were the star of last season, Deep D is the star of this season in my eyes, um but yeah, <laughs> very <Okay>. much that. <laughs>
3: for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, shall we get to our last wedding? Oh, okay, let's go ahead. I know, I know. Look, I, I'm very happy for them. I just don't like being wrong. That's my <laughs>
2: <auntie. laughs>
0: problem. I, I,
4: <laughs> I and I do not think we're wrong. Um. I I will just say that I just think that there's a lot more to be said than, oh, this is just the most beautiful wedding that we got this episode. Was it a palate cleanser <laughs> after the three no's? Absolutely. But I have more to say about them. But let's let's look at yeah. what happened. So, so to
3: get into it, just to, to spoil it up front here, Jared and Ayana they both say I do. And it's Beautiful. I mean, like it It, it does look like it like they're OK. Yeah. Jason and Isaiah, they're not wrong when they say like it, it looks like a beautiful and fun wedding. They look like they're having a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very, um, I, I don't know, like familiar with each other. Like there's homies. there's there's so many. Yeah, there's so many jokes. There's so many uh, little little funny moments throughout. They seem very comfortable with each other. I'm not one to say like I look everyone has different relationships to me they seem like you said they seem like homies they seem like like happy together but I'm not seeing like love <laughs> where's,
4: the, where's the love yeah yes. where's
3: the passion I don't know I mean and I, I don't really think that that's their their biggest issue I think no. that that's fine like I right. think that their, their issue here is just like are they logistically in the same place in life to be kind of different. We've talked a lot about how it seems like Jarrett is kind of like has all these big things he says but then isn't living the life to like Show that he is going to achieve those things or do those things in this moment. Like mm-hmm. not that he never will, but like obviously a lot of things need to change. And then with Ayana, it seems like she's very sure of herself and like where she wants to be at this time, and that doesn't necessarily line up with Jarrett's plans for like family and etc. So. I don't know. Maybe maybe the show just doesn't show us that they like actually spent several days like having these deep conversations and drawing out charts of
4: their five-year plan. Like maybe <laughs> they did.
3: Maybe they did. I don't know.
4: <laughs> I think that I don't get me wrong. I love Ayana. I would I totally want her to be happy. I think she is such just a a ball of joy. I want her to find her forever, right? And if the if, and if that is in Jared, then by all means have a wonderful marriage. Right. But it then, you know, obviously what we're doing here is we're giving our opinions about what happened. And so I can only give my opinion about what was in front of me. And, you know, like you said, there were those cute moments leading up, like her saying, I'm a thug. I'm a thug who cries. And then him saying he like, I'm a th- yeah, he said the same thing. He you was know, like, He's saying I'm a thug, thugs do <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're probably saying it all the time at home. Um, and so, you know, it was sweet that he was so happy. His sister was there and his dad uh, officiated the wedding. It's just that do it is. Okay. She knew we even see her talk about, she's like, I'm, I, I we talked about the adjustments. I haven't seen him make those adjustments, but technically I can't see him make them until after I've already said I do. And so I just hope he can do. I hope he can do that. I'm either just taking a huge leap of faith or I walk away. So she knows by saying yes, she is taking a risk. I think that's what you know, they're the people that see them as such a beautiful couple. And then there's at least me and Mary, I don't I know how you feel <laughs> yet, Sasha, but then there's at least us who think like, okay, yes, for now, this is this is great. If y'all's friendship is the foundation of, y- of y'all's relationship. If that's all it is, and he's not making these compromises like, oh, I'm not going to go out tonight because we're only together for three weeks before the wedding or, oh, I'm not going to play my PS five in the middle of having an important conversation. You know, like it's these little things that is just like, we see it. it's looking as if he just has a little bit of growing to do, you know? And and I don't know if those adjustments will be made if we do see at the reunion. They are together. They are happy. I'm going to be so happy for them. I'm just saying I have some reservations.
0: I will say, hearing y'all talk, I, I agree with the two of you. Uh, and I think it's a gut feeling we have. Mm-hmm. I, that's why we're having a hard time articulating exactly <laughs> what we mean. But as someone, I feel like that has dated. a person that was very much like um, down to like getting stabbed Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, it's just something about him doesn't work for me if that makes sense like I really think he's a good person I don't think he's done anything wrong but the way he interacted with Mallory versus the way he interacts with um I almost said style (laughs) (laughs) with Ayana is is so different. Like, I feel like, oh, like it's sexy when they talk versus like him and Ayana where I was like, oh, I want to be friends with y'all. Like, let's go to brunch. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, it very much could be that it works out in their favor because of that. But I'm stressed and <laughs> i think that they make it work but at what cost and, right and
3: like sasha's saying it's a gut feeling thing and like i want to be clear that you know this show it's 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 making me deep dive into myself and like i'm not trying to say oh you can't you can't be like jokey and friendly at a wedding and like oh, oh right. that's, a, that's a bad sign like show show me the love or whatever <laughs> like, <laughs> show no because me the money. because when I when I think about myself like I would like that too I would like a relationship with someone where we can have our inside jokes and feel comfortable and our family and friends can laugh along with us and then it's like a good it's a good you know time like I think that that's very genuine and I like that about them I think that I have just also dated people in the past who love to talk about When we're getting married and gonna have kids and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then when it comes down to the time to be like, okay, so like, are we gonna go, are we gonna go look at rings? Why? Like, what do we have to come on? And it's like, and I I think that obviously they they did it, they got married. So he's clearly not all talk, but they're in a show that's forcing them to do that. The second the pressure's off, is he gonna actually, you know, follow through? And like with Ayana, I, I feel like she is. A, you know, she doesn't seem like a person who's going to kind of just like roll over and sit around. Like, I I think that the question there is going to be is he going to be receptive to her saying, like, reminding him of the kind of growth that he said he's going to have and the changes he's going to make? or not. And, and I think with all of these couples, with all of their issues, it's, it's a give and take thing. They all have, like, I don't think there's a single couple where I say like, Oh, this one person is a hundred percent right. And this one person's a hundred percent wrong. Mm-hmm. Probably the closest is with think <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> He has zero flaws. Period. <laughs> Period. But, um, but it is a thing where it's like, okay, just cause you want to get married, he doesn't need to like lose all his friends or whatever. Like clearly no, but I'm still, I'm just like Tuesday, th- 3 a.m. Really? <laughs> that's <Come> exactly <laughs> it, Mary.
0: I have dated a Jarrett. It's like, Same. We just, all, maybe we that's all, our problem. We've <laughs> just all dated Jarrett. <laughs> no, it's a, yeah, it, Mary, especially that moment when you just said, like, they talk a big game. You're talking about rings. I couldn't even get them to say <laughs> that they are my boyfriend. Okay. Like, Dave, I have to share this story because. You know it's fine. I it, I'll, I'll post my L's <laughs> you know online. It's, fine. it's okay. <laughs> um, but I remember that we got off the phone one night. Okay, and he's like, "I'm gonna go to bed. I'm so tired." And then this is when you know Twitter was like Twitter. Um, so he gets on Twitter and he's like, "Oh, my phone's so dry right now." Uh, oh my! And
2: I was like,
0: oh, what? <laughs> you know I commented because I'm not the one, but. <laughs> oh my god like so I understand those people that are very grandiose but can't even commit to a relationship you're not the one to be trifled with
3: (laughs) and I mean clearly this has worked out really great for me right like uh, I'm clearly perfect
4: (laughs) being single at my age no flaws same same Mary it's it's just that I think the thing with Jared is action speaks so much louder than words and so it's just like if if
0: he yes, does I,
3: hold on let me let me be jason and uh isaiah in your comments being like well he got married right.
0: <laughs> shut up that's what you have to say to the both of them okay and you know what they're Literally. probably both just as toxic that's what we're <laughs> to <this.
4: laughs> uh, Well, no, jason's
0: married so i'll tell you yes. isaiah you probably just as <laughs> <be> toxic shady
4: <laughs> i was about to say jason Sasha has a it. lovely
0: <laughs> marriage <laughs> yeah Oh truce. Gonna gonna as soon as this comes gets comes out and he's gonna yell at me. He'll like call me, yell at me, and then hangs up for like two minutes. Like that's it. Okay. Okay. Oh, we, we love all
3: of our all of yes. our guests and all of our
0: contributors. 100%
4: equally, <laughs> equally. But yeah, it's just if that's my only hang up. I can't just hang on to someone's words. Been burned too much in the past by these shows and in real life. <laughs> So it's just like, Jared, come through with some action and then I'll believe your words.
3: Do you think that the show, much like how they only have the budget for six couples and so the other two <laughs> <laughs> can get shafted. Do you think that they also only have the budget for two receptions and they tell everyone they're like, oh, Sal and Mal, sorry, you're going to to say no because <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> They wanna they wanna bat. Like what is it? What is the batting average? I don't know why I just tried to do baseball. Like I know. <laughs> <laughs> is it a hundred? I, I
1: got this one wrong last time I tried to make this. One. Let me <laughs> not. They, was
4: <laughs> like, isn't it like point? Don't they do it in percentages <laughs> or something? I don't know. <laughs>
0: They want to score a touchdown on every play is the point. Okay. is what I was trying to say. I don't know why I went baseball when I don't know the sport. I know cricket. And here I am trying to do baseball. But anyway, so I think that's what the producers maybe want. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know. So
3: then and, and there we have it. Like, I, I think hopefully fingers crossed that we get more love more love than breakups in the, uh, in the reunion. <laughs> yeah, maybe,
4: maybe the two who said yes will still be together, and then Mal and Sal will be together, maybe, and then maybe Shane and Natalie decided to work things out. I know t- t- TikTok is having a field day with the fact that. Deep D and Sal took a picture together while they're all in Vegas and they're like, oh my gosh, are they together? Because it said the the caption was unshakable vibes. I'm like, y'all, you're literally going off of this one picture. Like there was a full TikTok about how this explains how they're together. I'm like, what?
0: Where's your evidence? So So I tweeted that I am a deep D and Sal truther, not because <laughs> of that picture, but as soon as they saw each other in Mexico, I was like, they should have been together. What happened? <laughs> how did, how did these wires cross? Because de- if you see in pictures, deep and first of all, deep and Abhishek are constantly net. They're never standing by each other, <laughs> but deep always by Sal. I just want to <laughs> say. So if that were to happen, deep please. You know, like I with it. Yeah, you'll I think it would be so it's so not you,
3: I mean, Mary. look, it's the second best case scenario. The first best case scenario is Sal finds my number. But, oh, then but- no,
0: Deep <laughs> D, you're out. You were beautiful enough. You were on a show. You'll find someone. Uh, Mary is in. I'm now a Mary Sal truth. But yeah, but uh, you know, never met. <laughs> but,
2: but
3: it's fine.
0: You don't know. He probably listens to the podcast.
3: Y'all yeah, are famous. oh yeah Um, so we're going to get a couple follow ups at the end here Natalie truly loves Shane knows they'll recover from this moment she wants to keep the door open today yada yada Shane is a little bit more like the experiment worked. I don't know though if I can go through this again with Natalie. I don't know. TBD on them. Uh, Sal says he loves Matt. Nada- <laughs> no,pe not Natalie. He loves Mallory <laughs> very much. One. But he could only give her his true self. He says that a lot of times in this. It's like, okay, yes. well, I think that's him. Again, he's he's reading into the edit of the show, and he's like, everyone's gonna call me fake because I'm just trying to be nice. <laughs> nice <laughs> no, this <Mal>. is my true self. <laughs> um but uh yeah he calls out the whole like not having her family support and, and hey if that's like the one thing then that is something that would come with time and so maybe maybe it would work out I don't know. Um uh Mallory basically says the same thing. Uh Shayk I, uh, it's a hot mess saying I that. Him oh, so this way. is the only rejection that I can get that I'm completely happy
0: with. Uh, go, Just go. You know, this man gets rejected once a day, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. it's yeah, yeah. giving, I'm gonna go to a, a retreat for men and learn how to pick up women. Like, that's the kind of guy he comes off as. So frustrating. Um, uh-huh.
3: Deep d will find her person. I love the fact that Deep Dee is like, I will find my person. I know it's not shake like everyone yes. else left the door at least
4: a little open for the you know for the drama but no 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 this door uh, is locked with three locks the key has been thrown into an ocean it's never opening again you know what maybe
0: she's yeah. gonna get a dog and she's like how do I get free vet care for life right <laughs> yes, I let this you know? Deal, you know I let him put me through a little bit of drama so that he owes me yeah, yeah. Um
3: Nick and Danielle have a reception. It looks like he must have aired out his suit. And then Ayana and Jarrett, uh they have a fun reception. I will say they're very cute and I really love the moment when he says uh when they start like kissing and joking around and they're like, "Oh, you
4: can't take us anywhere." Look at this. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that. That was cute. Um okay. So I, I well, have a couple really quickly, Oh, yeah. I did want to not sleep on Ayana's parents. Um, oh. so i loved when you know uh jared's dad said like is love truly blind and her mom said it better be <laughs> she's just like this better work out because i don't want to have to be like not that she doesn't want to be the cons- cons- be the one to console her but like if this ends badly she said earlier let me know who I need to fight. I just I love, love the transition. If I need to fight somebody, let let me know who I need to fight. Now let's pray. Also, <laughs> I love that
0: they started talking about, oh, um, let's also talk about how you were a child. I was like, didn't you Get her or adopt her officially at 18. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, so you I was like see what them grow up you talking. So fast. About? Yeah, they grow up from so like, like, yeah, 18. I was like, to, 18 to 25 goes by real fast. Yeah, I was like, You've known her three years. Stop it. <laughs> Not actually, but no. Yeah.
3: But it's the it's they the It was so challenge. cute. I love them. Yeah. She Yeah. Was,
4: the dad yeah. saying, like, to Jared, in front of Jared's dad, saying, I need you to take care of her and like be the best man you can be. I was like, Oh, that took like that took guts, like as a man to say that in front of another man's son. You know, like he's like protect my daughter because, or else you're not you're not gonna like the outcome <laughs> because they are they are riding for her. Like I don't know, I just love the love that they give to Ayana. It's very nurturing. It's very caring. They were I, they were some of the best parents we saw on this, and it's just like for it to be an unconventional situation of, you know, them adopting her when she's 22 is just like, wow. I I just love to see it. So, shout out to them.
3: Yes. Love them so much. A lot of great parents on this season. Them, Wendy, you know. (laughs) The
0: parents were the main character. (laughs) Yes. They were.
3: Deep (laughs) Deep's parents. uh, Shake's mom. Shake's mom. Uh, So many many (laughs) good people. Um, Okay, well, we reached out to the listeners and we got a lot of responses. So let's try to go through a couple of these. Hopefully, if we don't mention you here, hopefully we answered it uh, in our discussion and gave you a lot of our thoughts. Um, we're going to skip over Jason and Isaiah because I don't think <laughs> we were wrong. Um, we
0: already dragged them. Ha- already ha- well, them. I dragged them. Uh,
3: South Jersey Pete uh, compares Shane to BB19's Josh and then asks if we think Shane would be good on the challenge. I (laughs) Shane Mm -hmm. would be who uh, Shane would be getting into some fights on the challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, Shane would be young CT (gasps) like running his head
0: through a wall.
3: But but I can't picture Shane growing up into old CT. Well, no, no, no.
0: That is correct. That's why young CT. Period. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't know. He would be great TV
3: on the challenge, but I he might. I could also see him getting kicked off the show. So yes, (laughs) I don't know. Let's see. Caleb says that they don't know if it's because we don't have like a Cameron and Lauren rooting interest. But even with the two seasons, it seems like we had a lot of people saying that they didn't necessarily like this season as much as season one. And it might be because all of the couples, even the ones who got together, had such big red flags. (sighs) Yeah, I'm trying to remember from last season like Cameron and Lauren really like they had to stretch on the show to come up with anything that really caused drama because they were so good <laughs> yeah. together. Um, I mean, there were there were some pretty big red flags with um, Amber and Barnett, but I I think the difference this season seemed to be that like the communication issues between most of the people, like a lot yeah. of their quote unquote red flags or their their issues, like they could work on and get over. It was just more that they like even with Nick and Danielle anytime he would open his mouth she would misconstrue what he said and then he was being messy and starting drama so yeah i I think that that might be a good point that it was just like that they none of the couples really seem to know how to work through a lot of their issues on this
4: yeah and then it's tough because it's like you know we're dealing with early most people are early 30s with the exception of ayana and it's like okay Is is it true that a lot of us that are in this age bracket that are single, we have we have some type of red flag, right? Mine would be my obsession with Pepper (laughs) and my love for reality television. Um, So I don't know. I just I feel like, yeah, with a lot of these couples, we did see large communication issues uh, or a lot of these people. But then it's just I don't know. I I really enjoyed the season for different reasons than last season. Yeah, exactly.
0: That's the biggest. I liked
3: it. Um, and then to piggyback off that, uh, Sarah Noir has a question or a, an idea, which I think is really great, where in order to work through some of these problems, she thinks they should build in like a couples therapy like episode, which I Absolutely. think would be really, really good. I mean, first yeah. off, in some um, in some cultures and with some religions, you are like required to go through a couples therapy with the officiant, depending on who yeah. it is um, and that that can be like I think that. All couples should do that. I think we need to really normalize therapy of all kinds, but especially couples therapy as well. Like add that to the list of therapy that we don't talk about. But, um, and she suggests maybe it would be like the pods and then the retreat and then meeting the family and coming back home, then therapy and then the wedding stuff. Um, I, I think that's a great idea. Like I think that would be really, uh, nice. I think that we would see probably. Maybe in some of these scenarios, people get like that third party to come mm-hmm. in and kind of show them the light. Like, I think that's where you would get someone telling, um, I don't know. I need, so- I just want someone to talk to Nick and Danielle and communicate <laughs> to them everything. That would be great.
0: Married at First Sight. I don't know if they still do it, but they- I remember that that was part of their, like the show, right? Was therapy. Yeah, but it was with that to. pastor guy. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It wasn't. But, well, pastoral care, actually, yeah, they are trained. Um, so, yeah, they it's have. Just, they had something. So yeah. why not here? Right. They have three
4: experts on Meredith sites. One's a pastor, yeah. one's a sex therapist, and one is a sociologist or psychologist, mm-hmm. one of the The other. main lady. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Pepper. And so, yeah, they do provide, like therapy throughout the season, but it's so few and far between yeah. that it doesn't help as much as it could, which is Jason's and I's uh, main complaint about the show all the time. Um, but yeah, I think it would definitely benefit these couples because if, let's say, Natalie and Shane had had someone come intervene to get their communication issues aligned, they could be married today, you know? So I think that's a wonderful idea. They need financial counseling
0: too.
2: hmm <laughs>
4: Yeah, he might, I, I want to like deep dive into
3: why he feels like 401ks are bad. Would
0: I know, I, I want to know more about his childhood, because usually that's yeah. where it comes from when people mm-hmm. are like weird with money. So, it's, it's interesting. interesting to say. Yeah. I'm not trying to diagnose, but I just that's what I feel. I'm like what what happened? Like, did mm-hmm. you not get the toys you all wanted? And is that why you're such an overspender? Like, no idea, but mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I didn't, I wasn't allowed to eat junk food growing up, which is why the second I made money, I just bought candy. There you go. Yeah, it's true. I understand.
0: (laughs) No, Sam, I understand that too. Like it's how I, yeah, my mom was like not super big on junk food and now it's horrible because that's all I want.
4: Yeah, like yeah. I couldn't, I I couldn't drink alcohol throughout my teenage years. Now I have so much, <laughs> so many bottles of wine. That's what's what America, Asia. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's no, Not that's parents. Just, that's just
3: people our age.
2: <laughs> that's that's a legal thing. With thing? A pandemic.
0: <laughs>
3: Like it's not my fault that they make wine racks look so cute. Okay. So oh my god, it's their the cutest. Yes.
0: yes. Do you have that in your house? Because I feel like you ha- you need it. I do. I do. Oh, yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Um,
3: okay. We we answered most of the other ones, but last question. Um, it seems like this season, uh, last season, they made a really big deal out of like we're moving into the same apartment complex together, and we're staying here it seemed like some of the people took that a little bit more flexible, like that they spent more time at their own places or not necessarily living together is just like what it seemed like based on the edit. And it definitely did not super seem like they were all even necessarily in the same apartment complex. I don't know. There was a lot less besides like the the beach scene. There was Mm -hmm. a lot less of them all being together. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I, I I think maybe they, they just uh, had a cast who potentially, had more, like, uh, maybe they like, lived on different sides of the city or they worked on different sides to where it wouldn't be super conducive for them to live in the same building, but yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, they spent some time together because, of course, we got me <laughs> the, the Natalie parent scene of, like, she, what is this apartment? Where what did is you this man? place? <laughs> is Chicago more expensive? Maybe that's why? I, I have so, no yeah. idea. Maybe. I don't know the geography well enough of the two cities. Yeah. I've been to both, but I'm trying to think of, like, like they're both pretty big cities, but maybe the maybe it's like harder to commute around
0: Chicago or something. Yeah, I'm maybe sure. something like that. Because um, not sure. I'm thinking of if this was ever in the Bay Area, <laughs> you're like, you, you are where you are. You cannot move. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, yeah, and then uh, the the last thing is we've had
3: a couple recommendations to cover other Love Is Blind shows Uh Brazil and Japan. I know are both on Netflix. Um, if you Are interested in that, let us know because we want to gauge the interest. So definitely reach out if that's something you'd be interested in. Um, And of course, subscribe, rate and review on the Love is Blind feed. Once again, Rob's website.com slash first site feed um, and everywhere else that you find podcasts for, Rob has a podcast. Um, any final thoughts from either of you? I mean, I know we're going to have the reunion show, which I hope, Sasha, that you'll be tweeting about as well.
0: <laughs> <Once that goes laughs> about. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. I wish they would have just done the reunion. Like why drag it out for one more week? It's it's know. too much.
4: They just want us reeling over the next mm-hmm. week wondering what happened. Who knows? Ah, uh, but I'm I'm really excited about the reunion. I just I mean they 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 just they put out one, uh two pictures. One is like it's is it Shake trying to no, maybe is it Shake trying to explain himself? And yeah, then, I saw that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um uh, Shane was like making a face and then you had like and then they showed a picture of the ladies and I can't remember who was talking in that situation. So it, if anything, things will be said and we'll find out, you know, where these couples stand today or as of the reunion, at least. But I'm not excited to see Nick and Val- Vanessa Lachey again.
0: Oh, yeah. them. <laughs> How How are they you- back? Shouldn't they be at the weddings then? I, yeah, they were. I was going to say, at least they're not even at the, at the wedding. <laughs> yeah. Imagine them like, uh,
3: like, see, I feel like that might be the move is that they step in, they give the speech about how love is blind and then they leave and then the officiant just does their normal business. Yeah. Uh, that's maybe the job that's I, want. I want.
0: How do I get yeah. paid a lot of money just to be like, Hi. Okay. Bye. <laughs> I know. Oh gosh. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll get to that. I mean, that's my
3: favorite. The reunions, my favorite part of these types of shows. Like my favorite part of documentaries is the last like two minutes where mm-hmm. it shows like, and then five years later, you know, so and so ended up beating that world record. Good for her. <laughs> like that's that's my favorite stuff.
0: <laughs> so um, you can I tell Mary that. runs a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, don't out
3: me as a person who only exclusively watches running documentaries <laughs> okay um anyway well thank you so much Sasha for coming on uh, yes, where can thank people you. check out everything you're doing
0: Oh, y'all were so good. Thank you so much for having me. These like podcasts have been a joy to listen to. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at funsize underscore 04. You can check me out over on Silent Podcast wherever you get your podcast to um, learn more about all the other podcasts I'm doing, but currently I'm going to wrap up The Amazing Race and Asia (laughs) will be on um, for the finale. And I also was on um, with Jason Orch, who's a -A RHAP patron, uh, talking about Survivor Australia as well. So go check that out. And my Pod Friends episode came out. So over on RHAP, make sure you check that out as well. That is all, I believe you're a busy lady (laughs) I know for once I know it like randomly will be super busy and then okay no podcast live in my real life
4: right Uh, Asia where can everyone find you You can find me at Asia like Asia, A-Y-S-H-A like A-S-I-A on Twitter. Um, You can give me a follow right now. I'm covering season 14 of Married at First Sight with Jason Reed, who we had on last week. And we are talking about this wild season. Uh, It's been very interesting to say the least. So even if you've never watched Married at First Sight, Come give us a listen. A lot of some people have stopped watching Married at First Sight because we have the podcast because they're like, I can save two hours of my life and just (laughs) listen to the podcast. So come be one of those people and enjoy us talking about Married at First Sight. And you can find that on the feed that you found this podcast, hopefully uh, at, uh, you know, the love at First Sight feed. And let's see. I think that is pretty much it. Celebrity Big Brother is over, so we're never speaking of that again. <laughs> um, we do have the Survivor Forty Two draft coming up, so keep a lookout for that. I'll be joining the the crew who uh, we did last season's draft, and so we're doing this season's draft. So I'm, I'm going to spend the week trying to get my draft picks ready because um, I drafted in the series last season, and oh. uh, yeah. King.
0: Oh my bestie, y'all.
3: <laughs> awesome. Um, and of course, you can find me everywhere at Frail Mary. Uh, now that Big Brother Celebrity is over, we're just, just waiting for Big Brother Canada to start. So that's the yes. main thing I'll be covering. And then you can check out all my podcasting stuff over at KowskiCast.com. That's cow with a K. All right. Until the reunion. Thank you all.
2: 18 plus.